0: What on earth just happened? Welcome back to another episode of On Report, everyone. What a crazy, crazy round one we've just had. If that's any indication of the year ahead, we're in for one hell of a ride. But without any further ado, let's get into it. And it's on. So they come into from all
1: parts of the ground.
0: Zach, my friend, how are you feeling after probably one of the craziest round ones in recent history?
1: Josh, oh, unreal. Uh, I could not predict a thing, although pretty proud of my tipping performance. Didn't actually watch any football at all. Like, what a fantastic weekend. I'm so excited to see what happened this week. My anticipation for round two is high. We've got one day, 21 hours and four minutes until that happens. So as you can tell, we're recording this pretty late on Tuesday night. Um, randomly, I had peanut butter on toast and falafel. So if I'm weird in this episode, I'm apologizing early. Uh, Josh, you're going to have to lead the way on this one. But what a, what a round one it was. What did you take away from uh, the first round of the 2022 season?
0: I don't think I have ever – I was 0-4 and at one stage. I don't think I've ever read a round worse than I I did this round. And funnily enough, throughout the whole preseason, I feel like I was doing okay and then just kind of changed my mind on the podcast, which is like so easy for me to say, and none of you will believe that. But it is true. Biggest one was Manly and Penrith. I was shocked at how well Penrith played and how underwhelming Manly were. And the big thing was why I wasn't comfortable with the tip of going manly. As soon as I found out I really like understood that it was 17 games straight at home for Penrith. Like it just wasn't not special enough for that to go, like for that to go. Right. And then from then it was just, it was, it was pretty amazing. Like zero from four. I think it was like all underdogs had won at that stage, but all home team at the same time, like Broncos, uh, Penrith, the underdogs. Raiders went in, underdogs, at home. So, yeah, just a crazy, crazy round. And the doggies got up. So that
1: just tops it all off. That uh, that is, actually is part of That's the only footy I watched all weekend was the last 20 minutes of that Dogs game. And my golly, that team looks fantastic. A 6-4 win against the Cowboys. Really good. The one thing that was really surprising was I flicked on my phone after coaching on Saturday, and I swear I had to double check my eyes when I'd seen that Newcastle beat the roosters oh, i was planning yeah. i was planning a 2000 point super coach week after that uh it was all over the place um looks like nothing means anything from the offseason and maybe the broncos are the best side in the world i'm not sure but troublesome times for the bunnies i think uh i'd say like that point about the preseason. like so
0: much like i shit you know so much effort goes in uh from our end during the preseason. it's like listening to all the super coach podcasts it's listening to get them on side for tips it's like keeping up with all the nrl news just to be ahead of everything for round one and classic super coach couldn't have gone worse tipping couldn't have gone worse <laughs> like there is no worse feeling and organizing a whole tipping competition with 53 people and then being that per- being the person who organizes it to be zero and four after four games uh it's painful anyway Let's move on, Zach. On reports. I feel like you are ready to go with a few.
1: Josh, I, I wish I could turn around and say yes, but I've only got one. And it's a continuation of last week. Simple case of anyone, everyone and anyone who stands too close to me when we're waiting or we're doing anything on report. Close talkers, people who stand too close to you for speaking. I'm staring at I'm staring at your pause rather than hearing what you say. Uh, it's um, it's a real tricky one. It's a real tricky one, but, but please don't stand so close to me. Thank you. Yeah,
0: perfect. I'll come back to you for your next two. Uh, I'm going to rattle off a few. All right. Bear with me with this one. I really don't want to be cancelled and I'm not trying to be a shock jock here, but on report to Fox League's acknowledgement of the original owners of the land. Look, I understand, Ooh. Ooh. understand why, well, yeah, I think I understand why they do it, but the way in which they do it feels like a box ticking, ticking exercise. And I think it just needs to be done a lot better. And as an extension of that, as to understanding why they do it, has everyone, like, has there been a survey or like has there been any engagement with uh, those that it's relevant to the Indigenous people, whether they want it or not? Because to me, it's definitely can be come across as patronizing. The way they do it, and the why, how it's done at every event, even before, at work, before at school, anything. Mm, I
1: I I do hear you on that, Josh, and I I tend to refrain from engaging in such a, such a heated topic. But yeah, Josh, like more so, more importantly, like please stop standing so close to me in public. <laughs> I'd like to. We've actually, as you can tell, you know, we're coming to year three and you start to get four we start to work out how the podcast world goes. Um, also, I believe there's a thing called PE, podcast effect, and it actually affects your tipping where you actually just yeah. muck about because we've never lost a podcast. We've never lost a tipping comp whilst not running a podcast. So like, that's just what I'm thinking. But I've got two external on reports from people dear to my heart. Ryan from the NRL Draft Ledger's 2022 chat says, honestly, Buzz is the biggest flop. I think he's talking about Buzz Rothfield, um, uncle of someone who we know. Uh, Massive on report. So it's awesome. it's catching on there. And this one's a huge one. Probably he's in the top five. Um, He's in the the top five on reporters. Uh, James DeBono. It's going to be a tough year for the Bunnies this year. So I'm glad he's getting his on reports out. Sean Johnson's body, full stop. Seriously, I spent more time off the field than on it in recent memory. People running on the road, also, F off and go to a footpath. <laughs> roads are designed for cars, footballs are designed, uh, oh, sorry, footpaths are designed for people. I think that's a great quote, James. Remember this, James DeVoto once said, roads are designed for cars, foot, footpaths are designed for people. On report, you guys, well done. Beautiful. I think you also meant, mayor forgot one,
0: Jake Hodgett's, uh, just taking a stab at the NRL 360 cast or whatever you want to get the panel, the panel. Or what, are, like, just going to the days of classic Paul Kent and Ben Icahn. And now it is just a shit show. Yeah, with
1: Ennis and Asta, Buzz, NRL 360 <laughs> together now, it's so effing bad. Um, it <laughs> has to go on report and then yeah. four love heart energies. Like, yeah. we just love that. Good yeah. stuff, Draft Chat.
0: Um, I'm going to continue with a couple of mine. Um, the bar being exceptionally low for, for footballers, uh, and that bar being set by females. So I was at, I was at the footy the other day, and Nico Hines, look, in my opinion, not very good looking. Or well, he's just not as good looking as everyone makes out he is, right?
1: Agreed. Yeah. I saw him Don Show, and he's a bit of a rough nut.
0: Yeah. And like, fix your teeth, lad. Um, and then so he's there, and everyone's just like, like drooling over him and then someone passes him a baby and then it's just like oh across the crowd with all the females and it's just like it simply can't be that easy for them it can't be you can't just give a footy player a baby and it's just immediate um like love affair through everyone so that's non-report for me uh beers after a round one win broncos bulldogs it's like you've got another 25 rounds, lads, like put it away. And it's also, it probably could not be any worse in terms of recovery uh, than having beers after like a contact sport with all, I'm sure there'd be plenty of like soft tissue injuries or whatever. Uh, yeah, just save it for a grand final or a state of origin or whatever. But a round one victory and beers going everywhere, I think that kind of kind of sets the tone or just kind of sets says where you are.
1: I agree. I, I actually... I'm involved with a few teams at the moment and I try to, as much as we can, not get excited ever. Pre-game, post-game, beers. Are you kidding me? Like pizza after a game, beers, pizza. Oh, beers and pizza are the worst. On report, beers and pizza. You know, and it goes to like, if you watch uh,
0: the Olympics last year um, and any swimmers out there, like Ariane Titmuss, for example, like won the fauna freestyle on like the first day or the second day and just robotic after it wins the 200 freestyle robotic and then just like it's i think it was a relay and she just let it all out and then after that like her meat kind of like wasn't the same just because that emotional toll it takes not that it is around one victory broncos or bulldogs over cowboys has winning the olympics twice but to the same effect just keep it rein it in rein it in indeed rein it in indeed uh last one for me sorry a lot here uh so for the Bulldogs game, it was like a eight two penalty count uh, towards the Cowboys, so like in favour of the Cowboys getting more penalties. Uh, then Josh Jackson did a Cameron Smith at halftime and talked to the co uh, talked to the ref and was like, "Hey, like what's going on?" And then from then on out, it was just the most blatant leveling of the of the penalty count you'll ever see. And it was just, it just like as a Dogs fan, it was fine because I reckon it was a big reason why we won, but. If it was the other way around, I'd be fuming. So, on report to refs blatantly
1: leveling out the penalty count. It is a bit annoying because, you know, once you go into halftime, and you think, oh, like, we're ahead. We've got a little 10-point lead, but we've got five more penalties. Oh, we're in big trouble. Second half, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, for On sure. that note, do we actually get in and try and give our fans a little bit of an insight in what we think the tips are going to do this week? Because I actually confidently tipped all my tips of the week today, and I... Can see myself getting perfect ground.
0: All right, um, but before that, anyone else with on reports, please send them in. It is probably one of our more favorite things that happens throughout the week. Anyway, round two, game one: Melbourne Storm versus South Sydney Rabbitohs. A dollar for the Storm and three dollars for the Rabbitohs. Thursday night at Amy Park. Bear in mind that the Rabbitohs have lost all seventeen all seventeen games against the Storm in Melbourne. Or 17.
1: It is, it is one of our worst. If not, well, I'm, I'm assuming it is the worst. And then, and then you also just think of the fact that you bring in Harry Grant and you also bring in Cameron Monster. That might really hurt the bunnies. They didn't look great last week. The you bring in Latrell, which means there's going to be a bit of spice. Like his first, first game back since he murdered uh, Manu. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see Ilias against the, the best team. So it'd be really cool to watch, but it's 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 how many points? Maybe 13 plus. I'm not too sure. I've predicted the margin to be 10, but that 17 losses in in Melbourne is, is really quite daunting as a South Sydney fan. Mm. And if it can't get any worse for them, Craig
0: Bellamy will coach his 500th game, only the fourth to do so.
1: Wow. I think that's Wayne. Wayne Bennett's done like 890 or something like that.
0: Yeah, 890. Oh, wow. um, fantastic. But yeah, I, again, let's not go too into it. I can't see any scenario where the bunnies win other than the scenario of like, it's like, they, there's no way they do. So they do, if that makes sense. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you have to factor that in, you have to factor it in, but I also just think in those situations where there's like, there, there isn't a way, but there is, they actually doesn't really look like there is a way. But even as I say that, I probably will tip the bunnies now because it's just <laughs> too convincing. But Luttrell will be cool to have back, um, seeing a little combination between it, Latrell, Ilias, and, and those, those bunch. So, yeah, on to the next game, please, because this one is a blockbuster. Uh, blockbuster.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, Anyway, uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons versus Penrith Panthers at $3.70 for the Dragons and $1.28 for the Penny Panthers at Net Strata Jubilee Stadium on Friday, 6 p.m. On report to Friday afternoon game starting at 6. Too close to work. Can't get there. Um, The Dragons have failed to score in the opening 20 minutes of their past four games against the Panthers. And going back to last season, the Panthers have conceded 16 points or less in 10 games straight.
1: Honestly, it looks like the Panthers just picked up where they came up, uh, picked up from where they left end of last year. Absolutely fantastic last week. My new, the Dragons. Now, as you guys know, at the end of the podcast last week, we had an interview with my, with a dear friend of mine and an uncle uh, who's a big Dragons fan. And, and since then, We've received three to four phone calls a day, which has just been fantastic. And Josh, I don't know if you've checked how many views we got on last week's episode, but I'm pretty sure half of Sydney know yeah. what happened last week on report because the, the views would have gone up for sure. Well, you hope so. I haven't checked. I haven't checked.
0: I often I reserve checking just as I upload the next one. I don't know why. Uh, it's just it's just a, a habit of mine. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm really quietly keen to see um, see if it's stepping be- off.
1: It will be exciting. It will be exciting. It could be the breakthrough episode and it could be, um, yeah, it could be the breakthrough episode for him and his career as well as a, uh, a Dragons fan, as it is his favorite animal, as they, as they like to say uh, around the St. George area. But yeah, this week dragons are actually line up with the same one to 17 in last week, which is fantastic for them. Um, Jack Gweski, hopefully he's not an idiot this week. Cause I really don't like him uh, on the flip side. Moses Lyoto is out. So Spencer Linney comes in as the front row with James Fisher Huttis. Uh, Liam Martin, he was good for some super coaches, bad for some super coaches. I didn't bring him in and, and I was happy with that until the 74th minute. Um, Isaac Tago looks like an absolute animal, yeah. like he, like, yes, he'll lose a burden, but Tago, oh my, and Sean Sullivan, maybe clearly uh, doesn't play Origin this here. And Sean Sullivan plays Origin because he looked fantastic last week as well. So it's, uh, I think this will be a good game, but I think it's, this is a Panthers game.
0: Yeah, I think it is a Panthers game. I am actually shocked at how well they played last week. Like literally no different to last year without Cleary. You know, they are really really impressive. Dragons, they had they had their ebbs and flows during that game. Uh, Tyro Sloan, class like eye test pass with flying colours. Seventy eight points in Super Coach. No try. Only mistake was probably not grounding that ball, kicking it out, and that yeah, led to a that try.
1: That was a fluff one. That's
0: actually what something I saw in the game. <laughs> Just don't mind Zach's little puppy in the background, everyone. Um, Ravalar, how about this? Controversy for the Dragons game last week. I think three points went to Josh Curran in a losing side, two to Ben Hunt, and one. I'm not sure who the one went to, but I don't think it was Tyrell Sloan. Like Ravalar, hat trick, no, no, no Dalian points. Pretty pretty remarkable. I can't believe that all system is still as broken as it is. It's um, all been
1: Problem.
0: yeah uh as for this game i can't see anything other than a panthers win so let's just put that in the bank and we need all the tips we can get i'll tell you what there's nothing more in than copper three in the first week and seeing people somehow get six and it's like how like is it is a year over seriously
1: yeah like as a man who got five, oh, it it feels really good. And as I scrolled down the list, I thought, oh, Josh hasn't registered for the tipping comp this year. And then bang, in about 50th out of 50th 43rd. Yeah, young Simat, young Simat. But uh, the next game, this will be, can I say game of the round? Is that too early?
0: I don't know. Based off last week's performance, potentially not, but perhaps, you never know. Uh, that game is the Sydney Roosters versus the Manly Sea Eagles at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Will there be a cricket score this week? Unsure. There almost was last week just for the wrong team. Uh, $1.77 for the Roosters and $2.05 for the Seagulls.
1: Um, and, and major in and outs, not the team. Uh, same one to 13 for both teams, I do believe. It's fantastic to see Ethan Bullimore, super coach, uh, cash cow that everyone had, uh, score yeah. the opening try of the game. It'd be interesting to see if Tedesco versus Trevojevic, uh really is cracked up. All, all, It turns out to be all it is it's cracked up to be. Um, very exciting game. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm going to be locking down in my bunker to watch this. Uh, a battle of two fantastic fullbacks. What do you think, Josh?
0: First thoughts are, um, A.T. Bullimore wasn't the first try last week. First try for Manly, if that's what you meant. Uh, but secondly, on report to the ah, Tebow, you just didn't do anything. Like, give him a rest. Like, he's coming up against the Premiers whose one sole focus was to shut down that one man. And what's he do? He gets the ball and four people are on him. What's he do?
1: Oh, rhetorical question or... Well, uh, yeah, like, r- yeah, Chip and Chase, probably chip and like, chase yeah. would be probably the only thing you could do. Like, you just draw four players in and chip the ball at the top. But I agree, like... I'm kind of hating the fact that I'm in so many Supercoach forums because people are just like blasting Turbo owners, but then yeah. everyone's just like, "Oh my god, it was the worst round in history." Well, it was the worst round in history for everyone. Yeah, like the 12, 1,200 points is a winner. So I don't understand those people who go, "Oh my god, it was the worst round." Like, this Supercoach is over. Shut up. On report. On report. Yeah,
0: that's what this. That's what that thing's for. And also, I think the game very much felt like twenty nineteen. A lot less against the kick. Out of the twenty, if there's a penalty conceded, there really good addition. So I think like there won't be. I think the the days of the days of like 250 turbo points are gone, and I think it's it's gone. It's reverted a little bit back to normal. As for is the it, game, um,
1: is it just a real round one spruik, or do you actually believe that?
0: I nah, actually do like the general vibe of the game. Like yeah. Um, Like there's a lot less like momentum was a little less important. Like remember last year, as soon as one team got a roll on, like they were just dead. um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Anyway, for this game, dude, how pathetic were the roosters? You're watching like, what are you doing? Luke Keery didn't even notice. Teddy did nothing. Tupo spent 512 grand on him in super coach. Sweet FA. Uh, Billy Smith kind of prefer when you're injured, mate. Um, Eh, nah, getting loud uh yeah so just just didn't enjoy the roosters um had such high hopes on him. victor rather i'm pretty sure oh, he's playing now i thought he was like crush tackle almost last week Jared weaver hard that guy man he got pumped and i reckon he like it was like the sole reason
1: for two tries last week so unlike he was unlucky us indeed and it's weird for us to say that about the roosters and them to have a performance like that like last year they lost games but they were they were still like an eight out of ten nine out of ten in terms of mm. most of the stuff they just didn't have enough good players on the field um, but their one to 17 just is so nice to read like i want to read the team list every day but i can't i got other things to do but it, it for me and for the podcast listeners, I'm going to be looking at the Roosters have a 35.3% win rate against the Seagulls, which is their lowest against any other opponent. So I'm going to go Manly wearing the Seagulls, Thomas Travojevic, two tries. And... Oh, and Daniel Tupo, two tries.
0: Yeah. So Daniel Tupo has scored nine tries in his past 12 games against Manly. That shit matters. Like, it's always like uh, someone else last week just loved playing the Titans, I think. I think it was... Wonga Blake sure. or something. Like something. He scored like nine am, tried. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, as for the tip, I think I'm I'm, I'm tipping scared until I catch up. Uh, for everyone in the tipping competition, there's double point round in round 11. So I think until then, I'll be tipping favorites just to try and catch up. Uh, next, Probably,
1: the best, bet. Probably the best bet.
0: Next game, Gold Coast Titans versus the New Zealand Warriors at Seabus Super Stadium. $1.35 for the Titans, $3.25 for the Warriors. Key insight for this match, of the previous 29 meetings, 19 have been decided by double-digit margins. Unsurprising. And another one, the Titans have scored the last try, the last try in four and six of the past seven matches against the Warriors. While, oh, look at this, look at this, type in error here. The Warriors have scored the first try in four of the past five games against the Titans.
1: Wow. Yeah. Hope
0: you Man. followed that.
1: Oh, that was fantastic. And you chuck that on top of the fact that Reece Walsh is back. Ooh. Sean Johnson is out. Ash Taylor debuts for the club with Chanel you know Harris-Tavita in the halves. And on the flip side, the Gold Coast Titans will be actually lining up with the exact same 1-17 to as last week. That really does make you think. I thought the Titans were fantastic last week against the top – Maybe one of the top three premiership favourites, putting points on against a defensive juggernaut, according to some people. Buzz Rothfield, on report. Buff, buff. Um, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. I I have a soft spot for the Warriors, as you know, um, especially with my relationship with Kane Evans, formerly at the club. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm hugely on the Gold Coast. I'm hugely on the Gold Coast, but I but I'm happy to watch the Warriors play this weekend.
0: Josh Curran, class player. I don't think you deserve three Dalian points from last week, but you love to watch him. He just, he doesn't stop. Uh, Reece Walsh back, will add a bit of punch, but losing Sean Johnson is pretty significant. And when you're hard rolling out as CHT and Ash Taylor, I don't think anyone is getting too excited about that. Lodge back is huge. I don't know. Big pack, big pack. Uh, Aiken solid, Katoa. Little cheeky boy, little cheeky. My yeah. drafting classic did well, scored a try, uh, but do they? How do they come up against the, the Gold Coast Titans? Look, looking at the names, I kind of prefer the Warriors list, but mm, yeah, like
1: is that simply it? The way I look at it as well is is, is D Fifi David Fafita that is. One in three games, he scores a double and gets 2,000 super coach points. I'm pretty sure. So he didn't have that last week. Might come this week. Running at Aiken, running at Katoa. Curran's good, as we've said before. How fit is Lodge? We're not sure. I really like the look of Brian Kelly, Brimson, Sexton, especially Jaden Campbell. Um, I'm, I'm very high on the Titans, Josh. I'm very high on the Titans. I'm going to be all over the Titans this week and at a margin of 12. Yeah, I'll get on the Titans purely because of the fact that
0: they can put like 30 points on the Eels. Eels I think they can do a similar job to the Warriors. And I'm really keen to see finally see AJ Brinson and uh, Toby Sexton play together. Sexton was good. goal kicker as well. Um, bit of a sharp shooter. It was uh,
1: good. Um, yeah. It might, so- be, um, might be worthwhile having a look at who's the winger that's playing as Sean Russell. So for example, Sean Russell scored his tries on the left wing, I believe. Yeah. Um so then you can have a quick look at uh who might be the Warriors left wing because he scored three last week.
0: Yeah, great point. Great point. All right, moving. So we're going both go on the Titans. Moving on to the next game: Cronulla Sharks versus the Parramatta Eels. A dollar seventy for those just mentioned and two dollars fifteen for the Cronulla Sharks. This is at Points Bet Stadium.
1: So that is in the that's in the Shire, correct? Uh it is yes, 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 yes. Um this might actually be the game of the round. I thought both mm. teams were impressive last week. Impressive, seven out of tens. Uh, one got a win, one got a loss. Uh, one was playing probably a better team. And uh, from your reports, the Sharks played better than the Raiders, but just didn't get it on the scoreboard. How was the Raiders game last week, by the way? Yeah, it
0: was really good. Uh, first half, sun's in your face, so you don't really, don't really enjoy. Oh, I was twenty minutes late also, and then the sun in the face for twenty minutes, and then the sun goes down, and then it's pretty gun. Um, good atmosphere. I wish I like. You feel so bad not going for the Raiders when you're there, uh, yeah, purely for tipping purposes. And I had a nice little like Shark supporter next to me. He was, was kind of, for those that know Julian Dimas, like, pretty similar to how he looks, so really handsome. Uh, and yeah, no, it was uh, it was good vibes. It was good vibes. But as for this game, Zach, I don't necessarily give the Sharks a chance with this. I feel as though Parramatta. They're going to be disappointed, letting in so many points to not the world's strongest team. So I think they'll have a little bit of a point to prove. I think it'll be a a big battle up the middle with the two packs. Junior Polo, mate, so high on you, just like the couple, like three days before, but from like TLT to the first game and you've delivered me 35 points. Do better, mate. Absolutely do better. Uh, But in saying that, he will score this week and I'll be on the Parramatta Eels.
1: Have you noticed there's no Ryan Madison? Yes. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know whether that affects yeah, it for me a little Pattinson. bit. Just because just because the Sharks back is quite good. Uh, it, Finucane really ties everything together. Hines debuted pretty well. Moylan avoided the problems. Ramian and Katoa. That is deadly. That is deadly. Like, do I see my boy Connor Tracy getting back into that team? I'm not sure. But for more reports, it's just out for injury, which is cool. Uh, he is number 20, jersey 20. But uh, he came back from a quad strain. Enough about Connor though. I think it is. I think it is the, the Eels. Just a different level of class. They're probably a few weeks and probably a few months ahead of where the Sharks will be in maybe mm. round ten coming this year. So I'll, I'll be all over the Parramatta Eels in that one. Um, go on points, but stay. That'll be fantastic at five thirty on a Saturday. I Encourage anyone to get down to that one because I, uh, you'll see me down there. Mitch Moses, finally maybe coming of age. Very good Ooh, last
0: yeah. week. Good in the trials. Ooh. He's in the Super Coach team. Of the Swell Patrol, uh,
1: yeah, go on MM7 Double 007. Yes. Maybe we're on his island because uh, he's kind of not that loved. to do we, yeah, yeah
0: maybe yeah, not? Yeah. He's like, uh, a... what's well, like a hated island in the world? Um, one to think of Tasmania, maybe it's, um... <laughs> Australia. All right, next game New Zealand, New Zealand Warriors, North Queensland Cowboys. My apologies. Versus camera Raiders a 53 for the Raiders and the green machine and $2 50 for the men up the far North at home for the Cowboys. The past three matches have all been decided by single digit margins with the past two being decided by two points between these two teams. And Jordan Rapana has scored six tries and he's not in play, So ignore that one.
1: Yeah. The, the biggest one here is Josh Hodgson out. So you really get to see Thomas styling, get his big crack um, to crack through and be a starting hooker in the NRL. Uh, it's going to be an exciting one. It's going to be an exciting one. Despite that, I'm, I will say for the Cowboys, it must be disheartening last week. Yeah, massively. You come up against the previous year's Spooners, probably the worst performance the Dogs will put together, purely in the fact that they have no chemistry at the moment while they're building it. And you're yeah, at home, round one, everything's in your form. They're talking about Tamalola coming back to his best, and then you crack out four points. And lose yeah. 6'4. Tamalolo Malolo is a shell of a man. Uh, and then for super coaches, Luke is on the bench this week. It's uh Nano's no, good. Life. It's no, no life is life. good. I heard I, I yes, I do. I do appreciate it. No, no, I do appreciate it. Uh
0: Brad Schneider out uh because of COVID. Yeah, he, he contracted COVID. Uh that was the debut the debut on halfback last week for the Raiders, and it is just the most obvious case. I've just debuted. We've won Mooseheads. Let's go. All the boys, Mooseheads. Yeah. Let's go. And he's got in COVID. It's just like, it's it's, it's, it's as plain as day as what's happened. Uh,
1: like, um, like Charlie Staines post hat trick yeah. debut. Lockjaw. Lockjaw. Like, yeah, you mate. Yeah, won't, you weren't having a big burger. You weren't having a double Big Mac, mate. You're having a choo choo. <laughs> oh, still, still the
0: biggest. Cappuccino. Uh, Schiller, great debut. Great debut um, from, from the young man. Strong boy, uh, yeah, but I think Tamalolo needs needs to leave the club. There's too much Ooh. chatter. It's it's kind of been the chatter all week, and I I kind of agree with it for both parties. He's on like ten years, 10, uh, 10 years, ten million dollars, million dollars per year. That's obviously not going to happen. Um, they're not going to get the value worth out of him, is what I mean. And like he could just do with a new lease on life. How old is he now? He's twenty eight. Yeah, like. What are they thinking? Ten years, one million dollars
1: in, in a forward like he's going to deteriorate. Yeah, and the way he plays as well like he, he's he he's not like a Wade Graham where he's right. a bit of craftiness. He's yeah. literally just his big, fit body. <clears throat> but hopefully this year, just like do it for us, Jason, because like super coach wise, yeah, mate, I'm, I'm not the I'm chopping lost. block. And do you know who also is?
0: Uh, who was in the last game? For feeder, if David Feed doesn't pull his finger out, I know it's blasphemy, but like porch lights, good on your lad. Um, he like scored really well and he doesn't have feeder, so it's like that's one to consider. Wow, porch,
1: porch lights got a lot of respect for that guy,
0: yeah, a lot of respect. Um, um, that is that game, and we're gonna go with the Raiders. Uh, next game, Newcastle Knights v. the Tigers $2.90 for the Tigers and $1.42 for the Knights. Can I just take you back two years ago? I'm pretty sure the Knights beat the Tigers like 64 to something. I don't know why that's in my memory. I oh, do you know why? That's something in my memory?
1: Was, wasn't it like 54, 34 or something? Yeah, like, yeah, 64? it was
0: something ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure I had like this multi. I had like it's like all these try scores and I just needed Lachlan Fiskipin on the left side and literally every single person on that left side score other than him. Anyway, funny stuff that you remember whilst you're betting. Uh, key insights: Michael Maguire has won twelve of the past fourteen games against the Knights, eighty-six percent. He's equal best record against any team. Ken mamalo has scored five tries in his past four games against the Knights. If it isn't simply Tigers one to twelve and Ken mamalo first try
1: scorer, I don't know what it is. Yeah, like, do we leave it at that? Because that just yeah. seems so compelling to me. Yeah. How were the Knights last week, by the way?
0: Yeah, pretty good. Like nothing crazy. Like I, this is actually a genuine opinion of mine from last week. None of the teams, excluding maybe the Panthers, won because they were simply more impressive slash better. All the other teams were just really bad. Roosters really bad. Bunnies really bad. Cowboys shocking. Can't think of any other games. But yeah, like, and the storm were impressive. But there's a good four games where the winning team
1: just won by not being the shittest. I don't know that's simple. But sometimes that's, that's the uh, yeah, it's enough. Sometimes that's the key. Like it's it's world class basics, as they say. Mm. Uh, but look, you're looking at the team list here. I know you can't read the team list too much because at the end of the day, there's decision making and observation and and, and action. But I'm happy to get around the Knights for this one. You know, they'd be on this cloud absolute nine after last week. Um, And uh, although the Tigers were gallant, they were very, they
0: were very good. That first 40 minutes Ah. against the storm, I like they were, they were very good. Now that this to a luggy guy, number 11, very good. Um, Hastings did a little bit of spice. I loved his uh, post game interview. He's like, yeah, we were okay, but just simply like, this is not where we want to be. Yada, yada, yada. Gilda, bit of footwork. He's quite nice. I and James Roberts seems to be doing his job. Like Lucy laylor I tipped him to have a shocker of a year and just hang up the boots until next year with the Cowboys. But good game, good game. And Joe Often and Gowie was very animated and aggressive. So good on, good on him. So I don't is know, it man. Tired? Yeah, just I could literally it's, it's named it's every single simply... player and said they're going to play Origin this year. that by the sounds, but. It's like, uh, these key insights are kind of doing a job with
1: me. 86%. Interesting. Because I, I kind of looked at it last week of just purely on results and I've gone Knight beat the Roosters. Yep. Tigers lost. Granted, it was against the Storm, but I'm happy to take the Knights on form. Not that form is one week, but those key insights do flip it a bit. But I also just don't mind. I actually don't mind what the Knights are putting out there. Like if Dane Gagai is still Dane Gagai of origin, he's yeah. fantastic. He's fantastic. He was fantastic last week by all the reports, Josh. Yeah, he
0: was. And my dad did say he, he tipped the Knights. so he says he doesn't actually tip. He just like kind of places bets here and there and he refuses to do a tipping competition. So he's like, he's like, I kind of think the Knights win equates to him tipping him post-game. So like, of course, it was like, oh yeah, I tipped the Knights. And his reason was they have a really good center pairing in Gagai and Best. And that's kind of what he's in his rationale. Rabideaux, he tipped the Broncos because Rabideaux, had two wingers in centers, and that and uh, the Broncos had Stags. So he just he loves his centers. Um, so just, I have a look at I might just tip based all of off centers and go yeah. with the Ivan theory. Um, so this one's TB D for me, but it's like right now it's Tigers. It's just I might see how I'm tracking throughout the round, and if I'm if I'm on a
1: perfect ground, I might go the go the Tiggies. What about yourself? You're on the Knights. I'm on the night, purely from the point of its first home game, I've seen James Newton will be there, and it's going to be mighty exciting to be in Newcastle. So, Ghana Knights, all right.
0: Last game of the round: Canary Bankstown Bulldogs versus the Brisbane Broncos at a core stadium, I believe that's at Sydney Olympic Park. Can the Bulldogs please just not have a Sunday game for f's sake? Dirty. Like, I it is hate dirty. waiting all week just to watch them. Um. yep Sunday 6.15 at a call stadium key insights Bulldogs and Broncos each conceded the fewest points in round one let's go however also scored the fewest winning winning points Broncos 11 and Bulldogs 6 my dad calls me he's like oh was it raining all game why was the, why was the score 6.4 and I was like no Ivan uh, they just suck unfortunately uh, Broncos have, have lost five straight games at homebush all by more than 13 points Let's go. The Bulldogs. Josh Adakar has scored 11 tries in 11 games against the Broncos. Only has more against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. 13.
1: Seems like the Souths are in a few of those stats. This is a cool one. This is a cool one. Both teams in in sublime form. Sublime (laughs) form. But no, but seriously, uh, Pangai playing, that's pretty cool against his old team. Old team, yeah. Yeah, like that is exciting. Where's the Simbin market? Cindy Michael. Oh, Cindy blown up, mate. Cindy Michael deleted. Um, Albert Kelly. Billy Walters has been dropped, which is awesome for my draft. means I've literally got nothing. Uh, so Albert Kelly will start with Reynolds. So Reynolds is back, debut for the club, pretty exciting, against the Dogs. I really liked a little clip I heard from Ado just saying, it's not rest time. It's not rest time. We've got to start working. That mentality yes. stuff is really, really cool. So I'm actually really unsure about this one, Josh. I think I'm going to go purely... Purely as a dogs fan. You being a dogs fan and me being a fan of you, I'm going to go the dogs. Really? Mm.
0: I'm, I think I'm Bronx. I need to start reading the key insights. Cause they do, they do stuff me around a bit. They've lost five straight at home Bush, but Reynolds being there is a huge impact. Like, I think you can just kick them. Like they'll just get ahead. Let's say they're six, four up and he just kicks them. Uh, kick, Like kick them to the victory. Um, Doggies, how do I assess their performance last week? Burden, really nice to have a kicker in the team now. He can absolutely hoist up some bombs. And it is is, genuinely impressive. Uh, Not that I can actually see when I'm sitting at home, but I can only imagine how tall they are. Jack Heddington, second row, really nice. Um, Really bends the line and always looks for the offload. And there's just no support, which was quite frustrating for him and I. Uh, Him as a player, myself as a spectator. Pango Jr., (laughs) What happens here? I'm not too sure. Um, Luke Thompson, very good player, I think. Really quick play the balls, dense the line. Just like we need to get the ball to our speedsters. Like Burden and Avarillo, they're, they're kind of doing their jobs, but we've bought all these outside backs and it's time to give them early ball, which we just didn't have the chance to last game. So if we can start doing that a little bit more, um, we will do okay. Uh, but in saying that, I think
1: I'm going to go to the Brisbane Broncos and it'll be a while before I tip the Bulldogs with confidence. Okay. I might join you on that. I might go to the Broncos, um, which is a reminder. We're going to have to do our tip summary. Shall we do that yeah. now? Yes. Let's please,
0: Zachary. So um, if you can see my screen, uh, we are going to go uh, Storm, Penrith, Roosters eh, on that one. Titans, para Raiders. I think we could be split here. Knights for Zach, Tigers for myself could change. Uh, and I think we're gonna to go to the Bronkies uh to round out the week.
1: Um, yeah, that's that. Uh, that that tip summary is brought to you by Mark stores Um that's from Mark, that's four Marcus stores Sorry, yeah. that was for Marcus, because he, he really he really finds it hard to listen throughout the episode and record his tips. So he likes a summary at the end. And we like a summary because it's nice to say what we're thinking. Uh, just a few try scores I want to keep your eye out for or you'd like to keep your eye out for if you're smart with your money on the weekend. Have a look at Daniel Tupo, if you like. Um, have a look at a young... Have a look at Danny Tupo. That's going, <laughs> That's going to be a key one. But also look at the Warriors' winger. I forget the name escapes me in this moment. But have a look at the Warriors' winger. winger. I think the Titans, where Sean Russell is playing. If yeah. you want money. If you want money. It's up to you.
0: All right. Just two more things before we go. Uh, firstly, I've, I can't believe we haven't even mentioned it. Dan Ganane, the yeah, Fox League on. commentator, wants to come on to our podcast. I saw him post-game at the Raiders. He was standing there with Cooper Cronk. And I was like, and I, like everyone's like, Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. And then poor Dan was just to the side. Dude. Comes over. Great guy. Um, just had a bit of a chat about his podcast that he runs, which is pretty much um, an exact ripoff of this podcast. Um, and then I asked if he wants to come on in hours. And he said, yeah, just message me. And I go to him. Yeah, right. Like how? Because that's just such an easy thing for him to say and then never reply. Uh, And then he goes, yeah, good question, Uh, thinks about it, and then spells out his email address to me. So uh, two things that you guys need to message me for. One, if you want his email address, um, uh, message me. And two, if you want him on the podcast, uh, message me also. And three, if you do want him on the podcast, please tell us what we should speak to him about because I, I honestly have no idea.
1: Yeah, that, that that I think after last week's interview, like I really do need your help in those interview situations. So. No, you class. That was actually really good.
0: Bono's up next. Doctor Hindsight next. I think you interview. Uh, I think we get
1: Bono on after after next week. I think we get him on for next week's episode yeah, after this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Um, and then on top of that, uh, if you enjoy this podcast by any chance. Like, would it be possible that you flicked a link to someone else that maybe doesn't listen to it? Like, let's just kind of get a bit of momentum. It feels weird asking about this. We don't usually do that type of stuff. But uh, if that's something you feel like doing, Zach and I would really appreciate it because this is kind of how we put food on the table for our families. And right now, we don't we don't
1: eat too much um, as a result. So we've gone, Josh, we've like between you and me, Josh, we've gone 48 episodes without ever trying to push this thing out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, purely doing things for free. more than 48, by the way, too.
1: Oh, yeah. And when I say 48, 48 ones, I've been sober for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, seriously, Josh. Um, it'd be just great to get a few people listening to the podcast. Yeah. Like just like, I know it's not, and, and personally, I reckon this has been one of my poorest performances. I'm a bit mentally fatigued, and it's 11. Yeah, it's 11.43. Like, we Josh are Josh to here. be in bed. And like at the start of the podcast, I said sorry to Josh twice before we started recording. And I can tell how annoyed he is to the point where it wasn't even a, it's okay, or like, no worries. It was simply next sentence. (laughs) (laughs) And that... I think on that note, we'll get out of here. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening and we'll be back next week. See you guys, Password Club will be back next week. Um, Having technical difficulties.